Alright. We're just gonna... We're live? Well, we're not live, but... Sorry, not live. Recording, recording has begun. Okay. Welcome, everybody, to the next podcast. Star Wars reference, almost as obscure as this podcast is. Did I do it right? Uh, no. No? Okay. Well, this is episode two. Okay, for anybody keeping part. track? Oh, whatever. <laughs> and like, next episode, guys, I'll put it right. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I still don't understand what I'm doing wrong, but it doesn't uh, really matter. You're just, you're, you know, your timing is all off. Oh, okay. Okay. It was the pause. Your enunciation is just, <laughs> it's just completely whack. I added a dot, dot, dot instead of a dot, dot. I know. <laughs> I know. I heard it. And I was infuriated. Anyway, episode two, for anybody yep. keeping track. Episode um, un, uh, dos. Yeah. It's Almost been a while. Almost forgot number two in Spanish. <laughs> Ouch. Anyway, it's been a while. Um, we like made a podcast and we like talked about it, like doing a bi-monthly upload schedule, and then proceeded to not do anything and then for two proceeded months. Proceeded to do a bi every three months. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, you'd have to say bi six months because we did it twice in the last. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, six no, months. no, it hasn't been six months. It was June second. Oh, you're right. When you're it came right. out, so it's been a little over two months. You're right, you're right. So we got the buy three month schedule going, but we'll probably actually be slightly consistent. Yes. And we'll we'll honestly we might even do sometimes weekly. I'm not saying that's gonna be what we're doing, <laughs> but I'm saying we'll probably try to record every weekend and if we can't we'll just be like, ah, it's fine, I guess. We're sending lofty goals at the front, basically. We are. But that's what we always do. Like you remember Ooh. when I thought I was gonna have a video out every month this summer? Oof, what a joke. <laughs> We got no videos out this summer. Zero video. No video. Zero. Zero video. But if you all want to go rewatch my Disney World vlog, or if, you've, if you're a first-time watcher or listener, <laughs> man, dude, I'm just, I'm always in video mode, man. You really are. If you're a first-time <laughs> listener, uh, I'm the Beast Gaming. You can check me out on YouTube. And I made a Disney World vlog, and it was really funny and awesome. Are we, are we doing self-promote? Is that what's, is that what's yes. happening? Yes. Shameless plug. Should all watch it and subscribe <laughs> and like, and maybe if we hit three million likes, I'll make it part two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make it sound like you have people that actually watch it. And we have three million listeners consistently. <laughs> or breaking numbers. We're like breaking numbers higher than the Joe Rogan experience. I was actually impressed by how many people actually listened to it and actually said to make another one. I know. It was I way more than I expected. I didn't think anybody would actually care. Like, we're the doing three it. people that were like, when are you making another episode? I was like, wait, you enjoyed that? I know, right? It was like something you want to see again? Wow. <laughs> crazy idea. It's crazy. No, but I'm excited. I really want to get back into doing podcasts and stuff. And I know you were excited about it too because some creators that you watch recently started a podcast yes, and you were like did and you were like man podcasting is actually fun well it was funny because their podcast was basically like their episode this week they only had two two podcasts yeah the creators are imp and skiz they're interesting dudes yeah they like make minecraft videos and they're like middle-aged men so it's like <laughs> interesting demographic for sure yeah but they were talking about how like if you want to do something you just gotta like do it and it's like okay well <laughs> well, I guess that's my sign to do the podcast I guess now. That's telling me I should like do stuff. <laughs> yeah, like making another video, maybe. Right? We're You're talking about do it. it. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't decided it. yet. This is. We had a conversation about it. We. This is attempt number three, actually. At this mm, point. What are you talking about? We never mess up. <laughs> but we had we had a conversation about it briefly, and I think I w- I want to do it just to like learn from it. You know. Even if it's not good, because I was like, I put a lot of effort into my first video and I was extremely disappointed (laughs) watching it back. I was like, why did I think it was a good idea to upload this? (laughs) Yeah, it's and that's that's the thing is that like when you make videos, like even if you pour your heart and soul into it, you're going to be like, man, this isn't really that. I'm not saying you poured your heart and soul into it. I'm sure you (laughs) like if you really wanted to, you could have done way more like you were editing this like two days before before it was due because like this was also a school project and you decided why not dip my toes into making like actual like good quality videos like in the sense of like the production was pretty good production was pretty good production was pretty solid 
the script and story were extremely amateur. Yeah. I but, really struggle with telling stories though. It's just like it's like it's funny because I take in a couple of English classes in college now. Yeah. And it's like the professors are always super impressed with like my research papers and stuff and like my analytical papers. And then it's like they tell me to write a story and they're like, This was good, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's it's I would say with me I love creative writing, but I suck at it so much. Yeah. It's I, like and like, that's like honestly a steal other ideas. <laughs> that honestly makes or breaks videos in my opinion is like telling a story and it's like I really tried on my last one. Obviously, it was a little bit dull because I had to hit like technical notes to just like meet the requirements of the project, yeah. which I still didn't meet all the requirements in the project even though I went way over the top on it. I don't want to talk about it. Anyway, so did you not get the best grade for putting in a ton of effort? I did not get the best possible grade and it was over technicalities, which is ridiculous. That's there so was annoying. like there was like you had to have a certain number of like I will say outputs for the project and I only had like two lights turn on and off with my project and uh, the requirement was like three one of which being not a light what so if I had just like put like a buzzer on it or something whenever I motioned <laughs> I would have got full credit that's so but I thought that was dumb. stupid to just like force something in I was like, I don't really care that much. I had like 100% in that class all the way up until that project anyway. Yeah. And then I had like a 99. Wow. That's so upsetting. You know, how dare you get an A plus while I was over here basically failing my last semester of college. Ouch. Ouch. Uh, we don't talk about that though. Nope. On another note. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. No, but that was, it was really fun to make it. And I feel like I learned a lot, which is kind of the point of why we're doing this, right? Yeah. It's like making this podcast here, teaching us how to make something interesting, how to tell a story and present stuff that we've learned in kind of a useful way. I don't want to say useful yet, but like yeah. we're learning, right? We're figuring it out. And that's what's yeah. important. And I think that's what they were talking about on that podcast I was listening to. It's like, you got to just like keep at it. And if you really want to do it, then you'll pick up stuff along the way enough to the point where, you know, it might actually be interesting for somebody. Yeah. Like you'll never be as good as the people you like look up to when you well, first you start. Well, you, oh, obviously not when you first when you start. First start like, I'm saying like you can, you can get there. You can even surpass them maybe. But yeah. I'm saying like when you start, you, you can't be like, and this is also a lot of things, a lot of, man, I cannot say words ever, but this is a, a lot of things that a lot of people I know struggle with. They're like, oh, well, my voice isn't developed all the way. Like, you know, I'm still 16. It's like, I don't have the podcast voice, but like, why wait? Yeah. Like, even yeah. if it sucks, I, I could just do this now while I have I, the opportunity to. I still haven't gone back and listened to our first podcast, but. I was impressed with how like the recording session went. Yeah. And I was, was going to say too, way smooth. In addition to that, like I feel like people are sort of like have innate talents when they're born, right? To some extent. Mm -hmm. But I feel like most of like the bulk of stuff like, you know, making videos and stuff is mm -hmm. learned, right? So it's like if you put in the work, if you put in the time and you really want to do it, it's like you're going to get there one day. It's yeah. just <laughs> for some people the road is longer than others. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like also with content creation, it's such an interesting thing because you can be like an extrovert or you can be an introvert, but I feel like you'll still like kind of struggle with just like staring into a camera. Yeah, talking to a camera like is weird. Trying like at this point, I'm pretty good at being pretty like, you know, I got all the gumption. <laughs> I really like that word, don't you? It's such a great word. <laughs> gumption is such an awesome word, but no. I'm I'm pretty decent at like talking now, but like. You go back to my older stuff, and I definitely was, I wouldn't say monotone, but also I felt a little unnatural. Yeah. Because, you know, just, you're just not used to it. Yeah. Like, I there's mean, nobody there. You're literally talking to an audience that doesn't exist yet, because if you think about it, like, the audience that's going to see your video isn't living in the same time that you are, if that makes any sense. Like, you're recording mm -hmm. this, like, however long before you post it, like, the audience isn't even in the current moment yeah when you're I, doing it i didn't think too hard about that but that's a good point and it's like from my one video's experience it was like basically i scripted the whole thing out because mm -hmm. that was the easiest way for me to like look at the camera and say stuff that was coherent 
Because otherwise, yeah. I would just be like mumbling and rambling. Yeah, and I feel like a script is definitely important, but at the same time, sometimes it depends like, on the type of content. If you haven't, if you haven't like well, like stuff that is scripted, if you haven't put in the effort to like really learn the script, sometimes you just feel like, especially if you're new, like you are, and you're it's already <laughs> kind of weird talking to a camera, but you're also doing a script. It almost comes off like really unnatural. It you know, just, you're just in my in my case it just presented yourself. In my case it just presented as being boring. It was like Yeah. It's a guy that happened to has a camera. <laughs> yeah. That's telling me stuff I don't really care about. <laughs> yeah. Though I will say I feel like you did do a decent job at trying to enunciate on some things or like really like push a point. Like it still didn't feel great, but it was better than just sitting there and being oh, completely yeah. monotone the entire no, no, time. No. It wasn't, like I said, it wasn't, like, monotone that it was boring. Like, I talked naturally, I felt like. Well, nat- as naturally as I could for being, you know, my first time. Yeah. Like, it wasn't terrible for me my first time is what I'm trying to say. But, like, the bigger problem was, like, my story was just, like, not interesting. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> like who cares? I will say it because, like, I pretty much helped you with, like, every step of that video. Like, obviously, you did a mm-hmm. lot on your own. You did the script entirely on your own and stuff. The but I helped with production, you know, I brought yes. my camera over and I helped you with a bit of editing and stuff. Yeah. But I feel like after the novelty of like, oh, we worked on this war off, I was like, I can't <laughs> watch this video. Yeah, basically. It's like, like you realize how boring it can be. And that's also kind of what happened with my uh, getting back to my Disney World vlog. <laughs> um, after like, because like it was so fun to edit and I remember enjoying it a lot. But after the novelty kind of wore off, of like I went to Disney World and this is a super good video. I realized, oh my goodness, there were so many boring parts. And I don't know if we talked about this on the previous podcast, but I remember I was able to trim it down a few minutes. Like I just went back. I didn't upload the new version or anything. And I was like, man, there was that much just stuff that didn't belong there. But I just and, like had this like false sense of this needs to be here because I just like was still like reminiscing of how fun it was. Yeah. You had to make the mistake to learn it though, right? And it's yeah. like if we'd never you know, put the time and effort into building out a video. I mean, for that trip, it was kind of funny because we actually kind of planned our like trip around our would go. what we were going to film, right? Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, let's get a plan. Let's get out in front of this. We're going to lay this out so we know what we want to do. And it actually worked out really well, both it because it served as a plan for like what we kind of wanted to film a little bit. So we weren't just like constantly rolling footage, mm-hmm. which made it way easier to edit, I'm sure. Oh, it was nice. But in addition to that, we knew where we were going the whole time. We weren't just like standing around, what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to it's do? It's like we knew exactly where we were headed. Which we definitely struggled with a lot when we went to Universal Studios the next oh, day. Oh, yeah. It was like... That was definitely a like much Like once we got day. done with like... Because like, we all, in the morning, I wanted we did like Jurassic Park and then I wanted to go see Harry Potter. You know, that was like my entire thing of wanting to be there. And then we went to the Three Broomsticks for lunch. But after that... We like broke off from everyone and rode the whole coaster, and then we were mm-hmm. like, "What do we do now? What do we do now?" I think we also went on that one like, um, tower ride. Oh yeah, Doctor Doom's fear fearfall. Yeah, but after that, we were just like, "Okay, let's call our people and see where they are. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's go hang out. <laughs> let's um, let's go get away we didn't from really everybody." So yeah. like, I don't know. Making a plan was interesting, and it's just like we're learning stuff on the way, and I think that's just something I got to keep coming back to. Because while I don't really feel inspired to make a second video, I've got some projects that would, I think, be mildly interesting to record about. Yeah. It's just like the first video is so painful. Yeah. And it's weird because, like, (laughs) I do really enjoy content creation and stuff. But, like, all of a sudden I've just been hit with a wall where, like, I really want to figure out this project that I want to work on. But I also feel so stuck and I just don't want to do anything. I'm just like, do I really want to do content creation? And I'm always like, yeah, this is like something I've always wanted to do. But it's like, it's so hard. Hard work. It's like, it really is. It's really hard because I actually, I'm transitioning from like posting whatever I want to posting like what I want, but also good stuff. (laughs) Yeah. You're focusing more on making content that is more interesting to other people. Whereas in the past, you just kind of played games and also happened to be recording. Yeah. And I just and it's like so much harder being like, oh my goodness, I have to like actually come up with so much. There is a lot there. It's like <laughs> a ton. Also, Plus, I created that. Uh, I created that Beast IRL channel and the Beast Vods channel. I was like, <laughs> I want to do IRL content, dude. I don't have time for that. 
that's gonna be on the back burner for like another year probably yeah well like in addition to like obviously all the actual like content creation stuff and like like your videos have been significantly better each video these last couple of videos yeah in addition to learning all that stuff you're also like trying to learn completely new skills right and it's like i'm helping you it's kind of funny we're like mutually beneficial here right because you're like helping me with the video stuff and i'm trying to help you learn like electronics and stuff which Mm -hmm. i also haven't been super useful with that stuff recently yeah i've been busy as well yeah we've both have stuff going on (laughs) you're trying to learn an entirely new skill at the same time as you're trying to build on like an existing skill and it's just it's a lot and it's uncomfortable that's the biggest thing is really it's uncomfortable and we we both got to get over this and just like be okay with being (laughs) uncomfortable yeah i feel because like yeah that's the like, I could just go back to making gaming videos and stay in my safe space. But, like, mm-hmm. if you want things to get better, they got to get harder. Yeah, and you have to work on it. You got to be improving. You have to work on it. I it's mean, not going to get better if you're comfortable. It's like what every single YouTuber that offers advice says. Even, like, Mr. Beast, he is like, he goes on podcasts and he always says exactly, like, what he does and exactly how to, like, attract the algorithm. And if, obviously, if you try to cop- copy Mr. Beast, you've already lost. Yeah. You can't be a Mr. Beast clone. But, like, it's just, like, who really wants it? Like, who really wants it? And it's all there for you, but people don't want to put in, how, like, all the hours. It's really difficult to I be think... a successful content creator. Everyone wants to think it's, like, super easy. The, the difficult thing, I think, too, is that it's, like, you kind of, we talked about this a little bit on the last podcast, too, I think. But you got to kind of find your niche. Or maybe we didn't talk about it on podcast, but we've definitely talked about it. Just me and you. Yeah. Like, you got to kind of find your niche, which is like what you like doing, right? Because if it's something that you're passionate about, like me doing these projects, it's like that's going to make the video way better than if you just tried to rip off somebody else's content. Yeah. Not to mention that just ripping off somebody else's content is boring, right? Especially like with Mr. Beast's genre. It's like what he does attracts so much attention because it's novel and new. Right, and not also, because the content itself is interesting. Yeah. You know, sometimes what they do is kind of boring, but it's because it's novel and it's new that people are like, "Oh, that's weird. I've never yeah. heard somebody do that before. Let's go see what it looks yeah. like." You know. And also, I feel like nobody besides Mr. Beast himself could pull it off. <clears throat> I think you could. Just, I mean, but... yeah, but I don't know. He's just like it's just kind of how who he it's kind of how he is. It's his niche, right? Yeah. And it's it's his personality fits so well with it, and it's just like. You know, like I said, part of that comes with, I think, you know, people have certain, you know, interests and talents, I think, that are just kind of an innate part of their character. And obviously, you can develop that and change that. And it does. It develops and changes over the time. But yeah. if you if you can find what you're good at and pursue that, it's like, that's incredible. You know, uh-huh. then you're going to be, you're going to love what you do. Other people are going to love what you do because you love what you do, right? Yeah. And- but that comes with, you know... Doing stuff that you don't want to do, right? Getting uncomfortable mm-hmm. and, you know, talking to a camera about it, you know, learning the hard parts about it <laughs> and constantly yeah. growing, right? If you just get comfortable just doing stuff you like to do, it's like you're never going to get anywhere either. So it's yeah, like you have to step out of your comfort zone. But obviously, I think the biggest thing is like you're saying, you have to, it's like be in your niche, but at the same time, you have to be more than just in your niche because you have to be you you have to have your own style and yeah that's what i meant kind of with the content creation part of it right and i feel like like there's a there's a reason so many of these like shorts minecraft channels all just like blend together and like all these creators might be seeing a little bit of success but it doesn't usually last because you're you're doing stuff to appease the algorithm but it's not you that's the other thing that really confuses me is why YouTubers focus so much on, like, gaming the algorithm. It's like, yeah, I understand it's a much slower route, but organically building an audience, I feel like, is a much better route. And, I mean, obviously yeah. the algorithm can give you little boosts here and there, but nobody really knows what's going on with the algorithm. So it's like you're just kind of taking shots in the dark and hoping that you get higher community engagement. Yeah, And it's like sometimes people do ridiculous stuff to try and cater to the algorithm and that can be damaging to their community if it's like all of your content is written around, you know, <laughs> trying to attract yeah. new people, right? And, <laughs> and like I said, if, you're, if your entire thing is trying to attract people, those people will eventually not stay. Like you might, maybe you'll, you'll have a career for a year or two, 
but like if you don't become yourself if you don't have your own style your own like version like yeah sure there are a ton of tech youtubers but there's a reason that like mkbhd and like linus tech tips stand out or like william osmond and like michael reeves is because they have their own style yeah it's like they've got and it's like the tech space is interesting to me because i think a lot of times people care more about the individual's opinions and i think personality really helps with that and the fact that they do have such a following helps with that but it's Mm -hmm. like they also put in the work like if you hear marquez has a has a podcast and if you hear him talk about like how much time they spend building out cinematography and just like the little details right they're building custom motion graphics like i think they pay somebody to build custom motion graphics for all of their videos right and it's like they have like a robotic arm which is super cool to me for creating like cinematography right for creating b-roll and stuff so that they can have smooth pan-ins and pan-arounds of stuff it's just it's crazy how much they're doing and they're always Mm -hmm. constantly pushing for more you know and i feel like that's like the appeal of mkbht too because like you watch his videos and you know that there's gonna be some cool shots yeah like you know that there's good and and he's also like he you could say he's not as like vibrant as maybe linus but like his personality is just so like engaging it's the kind of guy you just want it's the kind of guy you just want to hang out with yeah you would just like (laughs) some guy and then like even you look at like linus tech tips and he also puts in a ton of work you hear like they have like a huge staff they have a company a ton of writers a ton of people to do a ton of stuff they have like huge buildings that they own like like it's so much work it's almost like like he's running his own like show but for no dude YouTube it's a audience. whole company yeah yeah and what they're doing is especially cool right because they're branched out so far right they're so diversified mm-hmm. right it's like the whole lttstore.com stuff is kind of a joke because it's like it's funny because they're always name dropping it yeah. but like seriously the fact that they work with manufacturers and they develop their own merchandise like that's insane yeah. like just just imagine that you're a tech YouTuber and you want to make your own shirts and you actually spend the time to research and understand the different materials and manufacturing processes. So you can connect with somebody overseas that can actually manufacture the shirts for you. And then you have to deal with, they have, they do all of their own warehousing and shipping. So they deal with all of those logistics and now they Mm -hmm. hire people for it. Right. But like, while it's growing, I'm sure that was really painful. And it's like, now they're expanding out, you know, they're getting the labs. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're hiring more engineers on and they're focusing on actual product development. And like, you know, that's going to give them really interesting perspective to their videos as well, because they do a lot of product reviews. And if they have their own product development team, they can be like, oh, yeah, this is probably why they did this. But also like, you know, there's a better way to do it. And that's why it's so much cheaper or, you know, just as a random Mm -hmm. example. Right. And it's like just that wide variety of experience and stuff. I think is what what's continuing to grow their channel and give give them wider appeal, you know. Yeah, it's 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 awesome how much they do, and you know, like uh, most channels have like merchandise or whatever. But like like you were saying, they like legitimately have like their own manufacturers. It's not like they do some like bite and they're like, <laughs> hey, can you print like a thousand shirts for me? Yeah, and or it's whatever. like they do it's all like, their own they warehousing and stuff too, which is not necessarily normal either. Like, from what I've heard, it's like, you know, usually people just go through a supplier that handles everything and they just pass the orders on, basically. It's like, you know, they do some intense stuff. Yeah, it's it's And it's that willingness to jump in and research and understand something that's just like, it makes a big difference. It really is. Like like you were saying earlier, it's like really hard also to do stuff like that. Because, you know, you're already as like busy enough as it is with like basically daily uploads but then also expanding a ton and a ton and a ton i'm sure like and also it's all like risk it's all like calculated risks like you know this could all fail tomorrow like if youtube just decided to shut down or like i think they would survive if youtube shut down i feel like they probably would as well because they have float plane they They also They're also pretty diversified, like you're saying. I feel like they could probably get away with not making videos and doing stuff for companies. It would be bad for a while, but yeah. they would survive. <laughs> they would survive. But but that's like my point though, is they just like they just have so much and that's like the biggest appeal. But like that's like their like in the technology like niche. That's like their personal that's who they niche. Are. That's like yeah. their personal that's what they do. That's what they do. 
It's like and, everybody kind of has that niche, you know? Mm-hmm. Even like for me, I don't consider myself to be a very creative person, but I am, you know, fairly skilled with electronics and like kind of a little bit with development. I'm working on that. We're getting there. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to school, obviously, but, <laughs> you know, <clears throat> you know, it, like a lot of that stuff impresses people I found. So it's just, it's fun to just like show off projects and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's like, "Oh, how'd you do that?" And then you explain it, and they're like, "Oh, cool!" No and they idea just have no idea said. what you just said. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's fun for sure. But it's like I don't know. I also like sharing and helping people understand, and like you know, it's fun for me to connect with people that like are into the same thing as me. Because like one, I can learn from them, and two, I can you know explain some stuff to them and explain how I did stuff, mm-hmm. which. That's just the coolest thing to me is to be able to like teach somebody. Like I love, you know, working with you and showing you electronic stuff. I mean, I've struggled recently cuz I don't want to research anything right now cuz I'm about to go back to school. But yeah. <laughs> like, you know, showing you like one example is, you know, you came over to my house, we worked on a project and I was like, you know, I was showing you how to solder and stuff. Yeah. I was like that was so much fun for me because it's like a skill that I've had for a while and I'm not the best solder by any means. So like yeah. don't don't look too closely at my solder. Yeah. But also like you know being able to pass that on to somebody else that's just like the most amazing thing to me. Yeah. And that video will never see the light of day. No. But like <laughs> obviously you know you're it's mutually beneficial because you're doing the same thing for me too, you know. You're teaching me content creation and like yeah. you're explaining to me how you do stuff. And I'm telling you why I wouldn't do it the same way as you, yeah. which, you know, which usually is, doesn't end up well for me, but I'm hard-headed and stubborn, so I which, do it anyway. Which is honestly fine, because I feel like, I mean, obviously, I'd prefer you just listen to me, because I've gone <laughs> through that. But at the same time, I feel like the best way to learn is to fail. Some way, yeah, some lessons can only be learned and by making you mistakes. you know what? And your, and your only video ever made, and I'm not going to say what it was... Uh, I may have made a mistake on giving you some advice on something True, that you, you did. didn't want to do. So you know what? I failed and I learned my lesson. We all made so mistakes. I will still stick to the fact that I couldn't hear the audio the entire time you were screen sharing. That's true. You so, couldn't actually hear it. So I didn't know what it actually sounded like. So that's my that's my alibi yeah. of why I gave you bad advice. Why you gave me bad advice. You have an excuse. Yeah. No, but, you know, editing that is so fun. I Because like you're saying, you really enjoy teaching me like soldering it was so fun teaching you a bit about like editing yeah even and... the little bit that i did right because i didn't do any fancy editing work no. you know i did a little bit of what is it called roto not rotoscoping um like tracking yeah tracking. that was that was that was pretty fun i was like okay this is sweet yeah, like i, I showed understand you had to do a bit of keyframing and stuff yeah <laughs> it's yeah. tedious but it was fun <laughs> it's so worth it it's so worth it the end result is very rewarding too. That's like in the same category with like electronics. And like now I want to get into like machining and stuff and manufacturing a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe not manufacturing might be the wrong word, but like machining yeah. for sure. And so it's going to be, I've got a lot of uh, projects that I want to do. It's, it's like an infinite list basically. Yeah. And I'm constrained like by, <laughs> I'm constrained by motivation and time and money. <laughs> yeah. Which you have a lack of all three. True. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately (laughs) uh as sad as it is but you know hey eventually we may get around to those things yeah um like i really i do really want to finish like figuring out if we can actually figure out how to design the one thing that i want to do for my next video and i have a vision for that not that project specifically but like the greater implications and it's funny that we're talking about this without like name dropping it yeah but like the greater (laughs) implications for it i have a vision for it which I think could be super cool, but I have a lot of skills to learn between now and then. So it's like, oh, <laughs> it's yeah. kind of a, a daunting path like to go down. Like we literally want to make like a software that can communicate with all the devices we eventually want to make for it. Yes. And it's like just a ton of work because you and I have barely touched Flutter. Like you've yeah. touched it more than me, but you still haven't done a lot with it. I honestly <laughs> struggled hardcore with that one. I was like, yeah. I think I got this down. But I need to go back and understand some more of the basic principles of how it works, and I don't want to put in the time. <laughs> yeah, it's just a ton of work. And after I got Flutter installed on my computer, I haven't opened it. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. Which is, you know, something I I, see, I seem to do. But for anybody that's... curious, Flutter is like a like a coding language. Oh, yeah. Not really, but 
you know, that's a, a basic way to describe it. Yeah, it's and so made by Google. It's basically like just a much easier way to make software with like easier is not UI, the word I would use. GUI. Oh, I don't easier. know if it's easier, but it makes well, it's simpler than like other languages. It just I would basically say. it's a framework, so it basically just makes it look really good. Yeah, I should say that. I should say it's easier to make things look good there than other go. than other languages. That's a that's a good enough ex- description, I think. Yeah, it's not easier to make things. It's just easier to make them look good. As demonstrated <laughs> by the fact that I am still struggling with it. Yeah. Because everybody knows that if it was easy, you'd already have it done because you're just apparently a prodigy of coding or something. Wow, that's not what I was trying to say, but thank you for making me feel bad. (laughs) You're welcome, and I don't regret it. I know you don't. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I'm actually really excited because at the the same time, I also don't have any motivation, but also at the same time, I am excited for when I do do it eventually. Basically, there's projects in the it'll pipe. Be, Some of it'll them, be, it'll be pretty cool. And I feel like I actually, I'm like really close to grasping being able to do it. Especially since you recently found this um, this a uh, CAD software. For those of you oh, don't yeah. know what CAD is, it's basically just 3D modeling. That, well, uh, that's what it is. 3D modeling. Well, yeah. Well, it is 3D modeling, but people don't. Some people don't know what CAD means for whatever reason. <laughs> Losers. Anyways. Actually, I love my audience. You guys, you guys are awesome. Please subscribe. Um, <laughs> no, but you found this software called Shaper 3D that's like decently intuitive, but also decently easy to learn. And it's powerful enough that it's not like useless. Yeah. So, um, so what the devices want to use, I feel like I could very easily create what we need <clears throat> with Shaper 3D. So I feel like I'm getting really close to being able to like do the project but also i'm still far enough away where it's like kind of discouraging because <laughs> i'm like I, wonder, I still have to learn so much i wonder if now that we're both probably going to be getting into a more regular schedule with school i wonder if it's a good idea to like designate time to work on these projects like yeah. just set like i want to i want to set like two hours aside on the weekend to plan and record the podcast mm-hmm. and then maybe like another hour aside that we can like sit down and just like work on projects and if we don't accomplish anything in that hour oh well you know it's just like i feel like i need to get more into a schedule and like delegate my time a little better because if i plan to do something even if that like i said even if it takes us two months to finish a project if we just spend an hour a weekend on it you know it's like we're still making progress which is the biggest thing which yeah it's like it's better to slowly get it done than to not get it done and it's like I need to get more like into schedules of doing stuff, which I struggle with. The way I usually work is it's like I get really passionate about something. I put like way too many hours into it in like three days <laughs> and then I just yeah. run out of steam. <laughs> yeah, because like, you put way too much into it in Because I put way too much into it in three days and then yeah. I just crash hard and it's like it never gets done. <laughs> and And it's really easy to like when you're really into something, really go hard at it. But like I think it's actually very important to like as much as it might suck because you like are really invested like take your time because then you don't feel like you're just you're not as overwhelmed yeah you're not as overwhelmed yeah and And like i said i want to i feel like i try and ride you know the the passion i guess would be the word for it right whenever it spurs up which is you know good because i can get a lot done really quickly but i need to like I need to figure out some way to either commit to getting the projects done or like I said, like if we set like an hour aside on the weekends to just sit down and say, we're going to work on this project for an hour this weekend. And it's like, you know, just keep the ball rolling basically because I've stalled out on so many projects. (laughs) Yeah. I think also if this ever becomes like, like I'm going to be serious about making videos off of this stuff. I think the biggest thing is like, cause with hobbies, you can totally just like ride the passion or whatever until it burns out. Cause it's, you know, it's just a hobby. Yeah. It's just something you like to do occasionally. It's just like this little thing that you just have fun with. Like know. if you're trying to do it content wise, I feel like the biggest thing, like you were saying is consistency, but also discipline. Cause I yeah. feel like you, you sometimes will run out of motivation, but you have to just sit down and say, Hey, it kind of sucks right now, but I just got to get through it. Yeah. And it was like, it was, it was funny for me for a long time. 
I was like, I would see like Michael Reeves go like six months without uploading a video. I was like, what is this guy doing with this time? And then I see the video he upslide uploads. I was like, this did not take six months to do. But it's like now I totally understand because it's like my projects. It's just like, yeah, I have no, I have no discipline basically. Yeah, it's because, and that's just how it is. And you can just tell he's not a very disciplined person, which it's, it's fine. It's fine. I'm not no shade against Michael Reeves. He's not gonna hear this anyways. I mean, he's doing well enough, honestly. So he's doing he's yeah, doing no. something right. No, but like I said, fine. And he actually finishes projects, which is like the big deal for me, right? I've got like I want to say like six or seven projects that are at like eighty percent, right? Yeah. <laughs> and if I just push through and put that last twenty percent in, I'd have a lot of cool stuff. <laughs> yeah, like you still, you know, haven't finished that clone trooper helmet you've been working on for more than a year. Two years, almost. Two at this point. years. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness! You're like and it's, <laughs> you, and you've been stuck at eighty percent for like the past nine months. Oh, definitely over nine months. Oh my goodness! For the past year, you've been at like eighty percent. Like eighty percent. Oh my goodness! It's dude. really close to done. I just need to sand it a little more and throw some paint on it. <laughs> I know you hate sanding, but do you hate it that much? <laughs> no, I actually really enjoy sanding. It's just like I haven't wanted to like sit down and spend the time to do it. Like I said, I have no discipline. You just literally throw on, you know, the Nike's podcast in the background and you just say I really should. But like I said, I have no discipline. I just like I can't make myself just sit down and finish it. I know. And that's like the, that's the hardest thing. It's like, yeah, you need self-discipline, but it's hard because you need to be disciplined to get discipline. <laughs> yeah. And that's something I've struggled with for a long time. Like... Especially with like Bible quizzing and stuff, it's like oh yeah. For those of you who don't know Bible quizzing, you uh you learn Bible verses. Yes, and a lot you, of them. You learn so many. So it's a program literally designed to test your discipline and consistency. Yeah, and then you just <laughs> quiz really... off of you quiz off of them, and if you're not consistent, then you're just sad because you don't know any of the answers to any of the questions. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that. That was honestly my biggest struggle. Right, it's like I picked up the game really fast, and I I want to say I was good at the game. Right. And understanding how the game was played. Mm-hmm. But I never had the discipline to learn the material to back it up. I, yeah, right? and, I, and I don't want to claim that I'm some like, like, oh, I understand YouTube completely. Like, I'm, I'm so good at knowing the algorithm. But I feel like I know enough that if I put in the effort, I could see a little bit of success. And I'm not saying like I'd get big or anything, but I would see growth. Yeah. And it's like it just comes back to that consistency and discipline. Yeah, which is also huge. And like I said, somehow some channels have managed to succeed on little to no discipline or consistency. Yeah, but I will say that's definitely not what you want to aim for because they're more of like an it's exception yes, compared it's to the one rule. Off. It's one-off yeah. cases, and that's kind of what I get annoyed with because like all these like all these channels, they all have the same like ideas. You know, be consistent. You know. But like also make good stuff. So like maybe your consistency is once a month. Maybe it's once a week. It's like whatever is your groove, whatever gets you to do stuff, whatever helps you to grow and improve. But then these people will be like, oh, yeah, well, this guy is like doing well and he's doing this. And it's like, well, yeah, like I also joined YouTube like when it was super early on. And he just sometimes like got lucky. Sometimes it's just like one hit wonders in the algorithm and stuff. And it's like yeah. that can totally happen. But. Like you yeah. look at the the thousands of maybe even millions of channels that exist that aren't one hit wonders, and you realize that's the exception, not the rule. Yeah. So don't depend on me. And also, sometimes <laughs> one hit algorithm wonders don't even like end up doing like they get their growth, and you definitely see that compared to their older stuff. Like they get more now than they did, but they never get what the one hit like algorithm spike was. Like there's yeah, this one it's a steady decline after yeah, that. Basically. There's this one YouTuber that I actually love his stuff. I found him so funny. His <clears> name is Backstreet Streams. But when um the FNAF game first came out, the newest one, um he it, it was super buggy. I don't know if you knew about that. I was probably tell I probably you told you about, about that. it. Yeah, but it was so buggy. And he like did two videos. He did one video where he did a playthrough, and both of them got like a million views. One was just a buggy playthrough, and it was just really funny because he has a great personality, and it was just really funny watching him break the game. And the second one was where he beat all of the bosses backwards, <laughs> like not in order. And it was really funny seeing him break the game. And, and for after... people people who aren't familiar with FNAF, it's a story-driven game. So it's like you're meant to do it in a certain yeah. order. Well, it is now. It wasn't always. Yeah. The newest is definitely like a story-driven. You're supposed to complete it a certain way like most, most single-player games. 
Yeah. But it was really fun watching him break everything. And then his next videos, which were still good, by the way, <laughs> dropped from like a million views for those two videos to like 10,000. Yeah. Which 10,000 is still great, but it's not a million. Yeah. And we're like, we had the, we had the conversation about this already. And basically he can't survive off of making FNAF videos. It's like, no, that's the danger too, with picking a niche that's like related to a specific game. It's like all those people that played, like, I think one example of this is like all those people that played like hardcore call of duty back in the day. Mm -hmm. It's like when that game was popular, that's fine. But it's like, they made a name for themselves playing call of duty and only playing call of duty. Yeah. So when interest in that game overall declines, it's like the interest in their channels is going to decline with it. And unless they can figure out, oh, I'm a gamer, I can play other games or something, you know, or they've got some unique personality trait or something, whatever. It's just like, it's going to decline because they're attached to something that has waning interest. That's so like, that's yeah. another danger of being like a one hit wonder. It's like, you know, you get famous for, you know, your 360 no scopes on Call of Duty. And then it's like everybody loses interest in Call of Duty and nobody's watching your channel anymore. Yeah, it's, yeah, there were a ton of those Call of Duty commentary channels back or in the day. Another example and was like Star Wars Squadrons. At all. Star Wars Squadrons got really popular for a while, and I was super into watching all the Squadrons videos. Yeah. And it's like all of the channels that I subscribed to that made Squadrons content. It's like now that they're not doing Squadrons content, I have like no interest in the stuff that they do. Yeah, because it's like they are known for that specific game. Yeah, because they were like tournament level people on a Star Wars game that I liked. (laughs) Yeah. And I feel like I'd say with any game, it's obviously not a great idea. To commit to one game only yeah, tying yourself too closely to it but i feel like there are some games where you can kind of get away with it like minecraft <laughs> because yeah. there's so much you can do in it but i would also say that like for a while before minecraft blew up in 2019 like all of those youtubers they were still getting viewers but it was so much less that's what than... i'm saying too i think minecraft generally is on a decline again yeah which is unfortunate because i really liked that game and like you said it's like it's more of a platform than a game but just like generally, it still matters what people are interested in, and the unfortunate reality is, is that interest is waning. Yeah. Right. And there's like some Minecraft YouTubers that I subscribe to as well because I got super into Minecraft for a while, and it's like I've kind of lost a little bit of interest in the game for the time being. It's like I go in phases a little bit, but I'm not watching any yeah. of that stuff basically. Like I, I used to actually, I didn't keep up with it super well, but I used to actually watch like Grian a lot in Hermitcraft. Oh, yeah. yeah. But like, dude, I see his videos in my subscription feed, and I rarely click on them. I never click on them anymore. I'm su- I'm subscribed to Green as well. Occasionally, I click on it, and then I watch about a minute, and then I'm like, I don't know what's going on, and I don't really care. So I and click off. Like, nothing against him. It's just like I I have lost interest in it, and it's just yeah, like no, that's the he's danger a of great trying. person. It's just yeah, I don't care. And I think he's got enough personality that he could go and do whatever he wants, and he'd probably keep you know a pretty decent following. Yeah, but it's like I'm just not interested in what he's doing right now to be honest. And yeah. it's like, like I said, nothing against the Hermitcraft guys because they're all great. You know, I like Tango mm-hmm. Tech and Impulse and all of them. It's just like... Mumbo Jumbo. Yeah, but like I said, when you tie <laughs> yourself to a specific game, it's like you are subject to the declining interest in that game. Yeah, and it just, it just, it just happens. Like, unfortunately, no game will ever stay, like, forever in the spotlight forever. Like... Wow. As much as people might enjoy a game and as much as people might play the game, it doesn't mean that like it's going to be something you want to watch. Like for a while, I think, and I don't even know because I don't watch it, but for a while, like Grand Theft Auto, like roleplay was really popular, <laughs> but I feel like nobody cares about that anymore. Or maybe it's just me, but I've, I rarely see it anymore. I never was watched like, it to begin with, so I have no I mean, idea. I didn't watch it either, but I got it from like some streamers that I was subscribed to. On YouTube. I never clicked on it, but I don't see them posting that anymore. And it lasted for like six months. And that's the scary thing is like you jump on something that's doing really well. And then all of a sudden it just dies. And you're like, where do I go from here? And most of these like big streamers who already like play multiple games are fine. But if you like build your channel off of something that's doing well. And you're not known for anything else. It can be really scary once you lose it all dangerous yeah danger you're playing with fire yeah and it's like you know to give a non-gaming example because it's like you know you might think it's unique to that industry it's definitely not yeah like in the tech industry it's like and i've kind of you know wrestled with this a little bit but in like the tech industry it's like what's big right now the big 
you know, one of the big buzzwords is IoT, right? Internet yeah. of Things. Everybody's heard of it by now, and it's really popular in the tech industry right now. But that doesn't mean that forever people are going to care about, you know, telling us and telling an assistant to turn their lights on. Like, <laughs> yeah. And automation and stuff. Obviously, I think it's sweet, but it's like, you know, I want to be diverse enough that I can mess around with whatever electronics project I want. And also, you know, still mess around with IoT because it's popular at the moment. <laughs> yeah. That's just like another industry, basically, I could give an example and for. That's a huge thing, actually. As a tech industry, industry is actually a great example because it's always changing. Yeah. And it's like... It is always evolving. I can think of specific examples of tech YouTubers that, you know, pretty much focus solely on IoT. And it's like, you know, when I'm into IoT, it's like it's fun to watch their videos and see, you know, obviously, I well, obviously not obviously but like iot is usually like automating stuff at least for like the hardcore people yeah you know like making they call them routines but like say like when the sun rises you want your your shades to open up or whatever yeah it's like watching that kind of stuff is fun whenever i'm into it but it's like you know when i also am losing interest in that it's like i'm not gonna watch those videos anymore and it's like yeah. if, if this channel is just known for their iot stuff it's like if the industry starts to wane they're in trouble yeah it's and I mean, I don't, I, I feel like IoT is something that definitely will never go away, but I feel like it definitely won't be as much as like a, like a, like a buzzword, yeah, like a, I mean, like the thing. It's the same thing with like machine learning and AI, which is like, I know they're big, scary words, but you know, that's just like, they're just buzzwords in the industry right now. And everybody cares about them because they're popular. It's like, they'll still be there, you know, in 10 years, but they might not be buzzwords anymore. Yeah. They may not be like the big thing. Like, oh my goodness, the, the robots are going to take over and kill us all. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> no, so diversifying is important, I guess, was the moral I was trying to get at there. Yeah. There's is a big moral. Is, I mean, a big example for the moral, but it's good because, you know, what if somebody in our audience wants to try to argue with us <laughs> and try to try to be niche but not like too niche yeah it's, <laughs> like, it's like it's really hard it's like you gotta hit the and this is the thing about consecration is you gotta hit this you gotta hit like the right moment at the <clears throat> right time and yeah the right time might come in one day it might come in a year it might come in like 13 years the dangerous thing about phrasing it like that is you make it sound like a little too random like there's definitely yeah. levers and knobs you can turn and pull oh, yeah. and mess with to you optimize. Can, you can make that time like happen. I wouldn't <laughs> say it's completely up to you. You can't just be like, all right, I am going to be popular now. Thank you. <laughs> but I feel like the big thing is that sometimes people also miss opportunities. They really do. Because they're like, oh, that's kind of risky, but that's like the entire content creator industry. I don't industry sounds weird saying it like that regardless <laughs> i don't know is that with like all of content creation stuff you always risks you always have risks the way i look at it is that life is just basically a series of risk assessments it's life like... Is like a box of chocolates you never know what risks you're gonna take no but like really it's like every action that we do and make decisions about basically we're just assessing risk yeah, and and everything has small, like everyone, everything has some risk, whether it's small or large. Yeah. I mean, I shouldn't say that because that's not necessarily true, but like most decisions I mean, have like a slight amount of risk to them. The wildest thing to me, the wildest thing to me is that people will be afraid of something that's like extremely low risk. Like, I don't know, getting struck by lightning is a great example. Yeah. But they don't understand how much risk is inherent with like getting in your car and driving to work like <laughs> yeah like choosing to drive is risky yes technically it really is and it's like a really high risk thing but it's just like the convenience factor is so high that it's just like nobody cares <laughs> i mean yeah. people care but not enough to not drive basically yeah because like obviously it's the probability of you getting a car crash is way higher than like getting struck by lightning or like getting in a plane crash but like right. But like people. even even then, it's not like, and it's not that like, and you can't think, oh, it won't happen to me because that's how things happen to you. Yeah. Um. But like, it's not necessarily that it will happen to you. Like, I mean, most people, it's, I think, experience some sort of crash in their life. You're assessing the risk, and that's yeah. what it's all about. It's like, 
you Obviously, have to decide some things out of your are out of your control but if i'm like if i'm safe and i'm making sure the people around me aren't being stupid and if they are i avoid them well, like i should be fine that's mitigating risk too right so yeah. it's like you can take steps to mitigate risk you know you can pay attention while you're driving you cannot you know text and drive and it's like you're mitigating risk by doing that mm-hmm. and so it's like you know Somebody that chooses to be on their phone and drive inherently is at higher risk because they don't have all their attention there. But they have they have assessed that risk and decided that the reward for being able to text and drive exceeds the risk that they're taking while doing it, right? Yeah, so basically the calculated risk. Yep, it, that's basically what life is, in my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> and I think especially with something like content creation, if you have a small opening or window or opportunity, you might as well grasp onto it because if you don't you're gonna be in the same spot you are and that's another kind of like motivating thing for me it's like what if let's like take the worst case scenario like i make another video and i publish it and i look back on it and i'm like man this is terrible i'm still gonna be better for having done it right i'm gonna learn a lot i'm gonna i'm gonna grow right <clears throat> maybe not mm-hmm. like youtube wise <laughs> yeah but at the same time it's like i may you regret uploading it i don't i wouldn't i definitely don't regret uploading the other one actually so that's a bad word for it yeah but like you know basically the risk of failure is so low at the current state that i'm at with making content and it's like i it need also, to just do it <laughs> i think it also depends what your definition of failure is too it's like cuz you could say my video was a failure but like True. at the same time at I feel like you have to, like, like I was saying earlier, and like everybody says, you know, you learn so much from failing. Yes. And some people will be like, oh, that was a failure, and then they'll be discouraged. Or you can be like, man, that was a failure. Let's try to make the next one less of a failure. Let's learn, learn from the mistakes we made. Yeah. Let's... And that's that's the big thing, right? Is it's like, I need to be, I need to be learning about it. And if I don't just do it, I'm not going to learn. And I got to understand it's not going to be perfect. <laughs> I like that. Topic right there. That was a topic. <laughs> it was just do it. It's not going to be perfect. Hitting very cool <laughs> and very awesome. That was so cool that you did that. Yep. <laughs> yeah. No. I I think, and it's funny because I, sometimes I feel weird saying like, "Oh yeah, this is how to YouTube," and then I'm like, I also have. 66 subscribers <laughs> right but you've made you've made a lot of mistakes that now by explaining stuff i don't have to make those same mistakes so yeah. it's just like it makes my journey much easier and i like like i said that's one of my favorite things is to be able to share my experiences and to help somebody else not make the same mistakes i had to make you know mm-hmm. i feel like no regardless of size of like a channel or regardless of like the person like regardless if you're like okay this person has 1000 or they have 10 or they have a million i feel like if you look at their content and you see oh there's something there i feel like regardless of their size someone everybody who's like doing something that's like hmm that's catching my eye they always have like they always have something to say i feel like i don't know i feel like it's wrong to just look at somebody's numbers and be like all right you shouldn't have a voice because you're not as popular as the other guy everybody has something to say and we all have unique experiences that make our opinions valuable to some extent right (laughs) some people have awful opinions twitter (laughs) social media is a whole nother can of worms we'll hit that that one we'll hit that on another day We'll, we'll get there we'll have the guy that doesn't use social media explain social media yeah there you go that's 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 totally the topic I mean the the title of the title of uh, a podcast in the future. Yeah, but doesn't use social media. Explain should, social media. You should write that down. That's actually okay. <laughs> down. Write that down. Write that down. Write that down. <laughs> no, but yeah, I don't know. It's just there's a lot. There's a lot to be shared. I totally feel like I could have been a teacher, but it was like inherently as a child, I was like, man. Teachers' jobs kind of suck, and they don't get paid a whole lot. I don't want to do that. Yeah, they, they like, they have to deal with children, and you don't get paid enough like as much with them. As much as I talk about wanting to, like, find a career that I love and stuff, it's like, obviously money has some incentive. Yeah. Like, that cares at least, a, that matters at least a little bit. Like, me. if money was just completely out of the equation, 
there'd be so much you could just be like i just want to do this this <laughs> and this like yeah i want to go to college to, 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 i don't got anything man i want to go to college for underwater basket weaving there we go <laughs> and it, you know i don't have to pay for it and that's my dream in life is to underwater basket weave. But I think <laughs> I think the important thing to 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 point out too is that even if we weren't constrained by money, it's like we'd still be constrained by time. And it's like yeah. thinking about what skills are valuable enough to invest our time in, right? And I think you know, we live in we live in an age where it's like you can learn basically anything you want to online for free. Yeah. It but comes at down the to the same time. The same places where you can learn all this stuff is the same places where you can use that time to waste, waste hours, hours, and not gain anything. Yeah, like and not to not to devalue entertainment too much because no. entertainment's important. Relaxing yeah. is important. I'll listen to my uh, uh listen go now. Watch, podcast go watch your mode. video. Yeah, now <laughs> in podcast mode. Go watch my video. Entertainment. It's important. Right, <laughs> but like you said. We live in an age where entertainment is basically unlimited and also education is basically unlimited. So we have to basically, we have to decide how to delegate our time. You know, there's only 24 hours in a day, only seven days in a week. And it's like, sometimes when I'm feeling highly productive, that's painful because I can't get enough education in. And sometimes when I'm feeling especially unproductive, that's painful because I can't get, I, I run out of, I feel like I run out of entertainment which I hate being there because it's like, then it just like oh, reminds me how unproductive I'm being. <laughs> yeah. It's like when, when you are trying to watch stuff to be entertained, but you're also really bored. It's like the worst because you're like, <laughs> Oh my goodness. I am just like the worst. I'm doing nothing. You feel unproductive. You're I'm, bored because you're, you're not actually bored entertained. because you're not entertained while trying to be entertained. It's just the worst and feeling you're just ever. Especially aware of how much time you're wasting. <laughs> yeah, and you're you're like I could be doing literally anything else, but I won't. <laughs> but I won't. But <laughs> I won't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've 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 gone through phases. I need to like try and not swing so hard. This is like right now. I'll do like three days where I don't have like any downtime where it's like, basically I'm like doing projects in my downtime and I'm cleaning and I'm getting stuff done and work. I'll hit like a solid, yeah, work. And I'll hit like a solid, like four days where it's like, I'm going to sit here and watch YouTube for three hours. For three hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's not good. Especially since it's like sometimes on those days I work too. And mm-hmm. I'm like, my job is extremely flexible. So if I'm not motivated to work, <laughs> I don't have to. Which I is, can just leave. Which is kind of bad sometimes. It is bad sometimes because then I don't make any money. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, That's, whatever. Tomorrow's another day. Yeah, I'll, I'll make money tomorrow. I'll make money tomorrow, and then tomorrow you're like, oh, maybe tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. and it's like, money. and then you just go like four days without making money, and you're like, and then oh I'm man, sad because I want to buy stuff for my projects, but I don't have any money. You don't have any money because you refuse to. The work. The work. <laughs> that's why I don't know. Getting in a job that's less flexible might be a good thing, but also <laughs> wouldn't be as flexible. Yeah, and there's just pros pros and cons to basically Dude, deciding when you want to work. Another example of risk assessment. Another example of content creation. You get to decide when you do stuff. Yep. And, and that's inherent with being self employed. Yeah. And what's crazy is that once you like quote unquote make it and even while you're trying to make it it's like you get to make your own hours if you plan on your hours being like 50 some hours a week (laughs) you got to be driven and self-motivated yeah it's like that's something i've always struggled with too and it's like my 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 work is just obviously the best example of this because it's like some days i am super motivated and i absolutely kill it on those days and then other days, I just decide I don't want to do anything, and I don't. <laughs> yeah. I think we've been saying this over and over, and I feel like a hypocrite saying this because it's not like I'm taking my own advice. <laughs> but, like, if you wait for motivation, you'll never get things done. <laughs> wow. How can we have an uploaded video? <laughs> because we've been months. waiting for motivation. We've been waiting for motivation. <laughs> and it never came, so we decided to just sit down and just 
do it. So to be we fair, did. you did get a little bit of motivation from watching that or listening to that podcast. But I think there is some value in like, that. Just do but it. Like self help books, the just the premise of it just drives me absolutely crazy. Yeah, I, you don't need to buy a book to better yourself to tell, to tell you to do something. Like get out and do something. It's like thanks. I already it's knew like, I needed. You to should do that. take a walk every day so you can feel better. It's like thanks. I guess. Do I prefer feeling better or do I prefer not having to walk? <laughs> I know you hate cardio, man, but walks aren't that bad. I don't mind walks, actually. Okay. It's just, it feels weird to walk by myself. Just like, <laughs> I was, it's funny because it's like, before I go on the walk, I'm always like, man, it's going to be super weird. People are going to be looking at me because I'm just on the side of the road walking. But then it's like I go out and walk, and it's like there's a bunch of other people walking too. I'm like, okay, yeah, this nobody, is not a not a problem. Literally, nobody cares that you're walking. Also, nobody if you cares. if you wear your over ear headphones, nobody will bother you, and nobody will think, well, that's a weird pervert walking around. You're like, no, that's a that's just a normal walker. I sweat way too much under my headphones. I could not uh, wear my over ear earbuds. Then I guess some people don't take the hint with earbuds i'm gonna be honest <laughs> do people do people randomly walk up to you sometimes or something not not just like walking but definitely at work which like like that's another like, story for like employees day. not employees oh like, like, customers. like customers do they think you work there <laughs> yes oh and sometimes they ask me if i work there and i tell them no and they proceed to ask me for help anyway <laughs> <laughs> do you which work is here? No. especially frustrating because if I'm standing there talking to somebody and not building stuff, I'm not getting paid. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. They they weren't expecting a no, so they just decided. <laughs> they just kept going. <laughs> they decided that it was a yes. Maybe maybe we'll <laughs> expound on that topic another day. That's another, another decent another, topic. Another day of podcast. Another podcasting day. Another podcasting day. By I think... the way, I wanted to mention this. Next episode of the podcast we might have special guests a special guest not yet to be named but they not did agree to, to do it they did agree to do it just basically it comes down to whether we're actually going to be able to make this work or not. yeah it depends if we actually can end up recording and also if we can get some decent topics because i feel like yeah. sometimes and i don't want to say that our that our conversations are deep because i sound like a cringe 14 year old <laughs> or something but I r slash I'm 14 and this is deep. <laughs> but I feel like I don't know. I feel like sometimes our conversations are pretty good, and I don't. I, and I'm I'm kind of scared how how a guest will be because I don't know. Because I don't. I don't. I've never you know done anything with a guest before, so I don't know. Should I have yeah. a few questions prepared, or should we just like walk? I think like the important thing to know is that it's not going to be perfect, and we just got to do it. And try it. <laughs> Moral of the podcast: We gotta, we gotta just do it and try it. And if it goes I think wrong, I think we'll, this is we'll just gonna lot. be the name of the podcast. Just do it. Parentheses. Do it. It's not gonna be perfect. That's perfect. Exactly like how you have it written in the topics document. Yeah, dude. We already got this. This podcast was amazing and awesome. And this, this is one the, went. This one went pretty well. This went pretty well. I will say there were a few moments where I was like, I don't know what to say. Like you were talking, and I was like, "You got something to add." Because we got stop, stop talking. <laughs> we also we also missed like three topics, which is fine because we no, didn't we couldn't we missed... find a way to fit them in. <laughs> we missed. Uh, I don't know. I'm not talking about the many topics we had <laughs> oh, okay. before, but like Those the ones topics... we added the other day. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we we couldn't fit them into our conversation. No. So I was just like, I was just like, ignore them. You know, no, it's fine. Just pretend like they're not there. We'll, they're we'll keep there. them. We'll keep them on standby and use them some other day. Yeah. Stand by. We reuse topics. Hear that, everybody? Well, I guess they're not reused because they haven't been used. Yeah, and also usually they're not time relevant or time sensitive, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Anyways, for once in in uh, in the podcast history, which this is is only the second episode, so um, (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna sign us off. You're oh, you're wrapping us. Usually, I get to wrapping us. Yeah. Well, so last episode I started it and you wrapped this up. Oh, you're right. So this episode you started it and I'm wrapping us up. And you're up. wrapping us up. All right. So everything comes full circle. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like this was a pretty good episode. I still liked the first one more, but thank I you. I don't all. know, man. 
I was impressed with this conversation. Yeah, I guess yeah. it was pretty good. I, I I think once I edit it and I actually listen back, I'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, that was pretty nice. Was a good conversation. You know, we, 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 we said some things and they were like pretty, 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 pretty cool. Yeah. Anyway, if you made it this far and if you enjoy talking, talking about content or listening to us talk about content creation, <laughs> I guess let us know and we can kind of continue this theme. This seems like something that we can talk about for a long time. Yeah, so it might be a good idea to just keep milking this kind of genre. Yeah, if you guys enjoy it. Um, also, <laughs> if you did make it this far, if you're on Spotify, consider following us. I think you can also rate five. You can rate stars, so give us yes. five stars. We're gonna be a five star podcast. Yeah, because we've only um, got two listeners, and you're both gonna rate us. Five I know, stars. and then and then Spotify's gonna be like, look at these guys, and then promote us. I don't actually know how Spotify works. Neither do stuff. I. On Apple Podcasts, feel free to leave a review. Saying something like "these guys are awesome" and "I love them" and leave five stars, or just um, be like, "I couldn't hear anything because they kept talking over each other the whole time." That's fine. Too. <laughs> yeah. Regardless, as long as it's five stars, I don't care what you say. Yeah. You can put five <laughs> stars and say, "I hate this podcast," and I'd be okay with it. But we know it's not going to be perfect. We're just doing we're just going to do it because it's not going to be perfect, and we just need to learn. Um, you just also, need to cut the video now. Just that's it. No. <laughs> No, I was going to say, if you're on YouTube, subscribe, please. I love validation. Also, comment in the comments, whatever you want. Um, Say, like, uh, give him something to say. Be Just be sarcastic and take his take his take it literally there and put in air quotes, whatever you want. And in that's how we'll know you made it this far. Yeah. Not in air quotes, put actual quotes and just put whatever you want. And oh, we'll okay. know you made it to the end, which is impressive. Yes, because I don't know how you do it. Me neither. <laughs> anyways without further ado thank you guys so much for listening to the nikes podcast you know a star of reference almost obscures this podcast and without further ado we'll see you for episode three hopefully next week but honestly it depends if i'm lazy or not um but you remember just do it it's not gonna be perfect